Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezenite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the seminal MTV show, The Hills. Today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 22, When Spencer Finds Out Ellipsis. Ellipsis. Yep. Now, before we get started, um, I think we both have a little bit of house cleaning. Um, mine, once again, is super fun. Um, I would like to give a huge <laughs> shout out to a friend of the podcast, Breakfast Max, um, for two reasons. One, he totally hooked me up with the way to watch Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother UK. I am obsessed. I've been watching it all week. Um, I'm almost completely caught up, and it is amazing. Thank you so much, Max. And he wanted to throw a wild card into the mix as our next show. Ooh. He suggested Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Which I have never seen, and there's I a lot of hot either. guys. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. that's an option. And that's the one Katie Seagal is in, right? Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. definitely, yeah. So that's so we're going to put it on the list. Okay. Um, and then my other is that uh, we heard from Julie on Twitter, and her Twitter name is at Julie Z Steele. And um, she wanted to put in a vote for Cal on Earth. So I believe we're up to six votes now for Cal on Earth. Okay. And she also had an amazing suggestion, um, NYC Prep. Oh, yeah. I saw that. So good. Um, So thank you very much, Julie. Once again, we love hearing from you guys. Um, So that's my house cleaning. That's good. I haven't seen NYC Prep. Oh, my God. It's so good. I do think something that you've seen that I haven't would be kind of funny. And it's, I think it's just one season, so it'll be like a quickie. Well, Kel on Earth is also only 10 episodes, so maybe we'll just bang out some like one season stuff and it'll be kind of fun. And then we won't get as bored. Yeah, well, because we could do, um, well, we won't be done with this by summer. Because I was going to say we could do like a <laughs> we, little like... I like that we're dreaming of the end. It's so far away. Well, I think it's so funny too, because everyone is saying like, you do this, do this, I can't wait. And I'm like, oh God, guys, we're only halfway through season three. Season four is going to be such a doze. I know. It really, really is. But I yeah, wonder if we'll make it. Yeah, we will. Oh, yes, we're going to make it. We're going to make it through the wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have to. We yeah. have to. We're not doing five or six, but no, we're going to make it No, hell no. As soon as they start hanging out with that little kid, Enzo. Yeah, no. No. Dunzo. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, we love hearing from you guys. Keep the suggestions coming. We're keeping a tally and we do listen and we love it so much. So yeah, it's awesome. So keep reaching out. So I, on the subject of thank yous, I also want to say thank you to dear friend and Los Angelino, Ellie. She left us a review on iTunes a while back and I'm an idiot and I didn't check and I didn't notice for quite a while. So Ellie, thank you, buddy. Always appreciated. For those of you who want to take the time, we love those too, but star ratings are 10 times easier and take seconds. So if you want to do that, we would appreciate it. We would it. so appreciate it, guys, because yeah. the more star ratings we have, the more like people can find us. And we only have nine star ratings I think so there's my desperate plea and now I'm done <laughs> so my house cleaning is more dirt because I went digging <laughs> and I wanted to know the deal with Stephanie attending Fitum. so I did some searching online and apparently Stephanie was more of an average Fitum student than Lauren was really yes And there's this old blog from 2008 and someone who was a FITM student wrote in and sort of said, here's the deal with this. She sees Stephanie in class regularly and said that Stephanie was a drama queen and an attention whore and always bragging about knowing Spencer and Heidi and showing people pictures on her phone, talking about her AA meetings, etc. But said that she came to class regularly and always seemed to get her work done. So then... 
Lauren apparently didn't come as frequently. People didn't really see her. And then there is a 2008 Perez Hilton article, which said that Lauren, another FITM student wrote into Perez and said that Lauren was on campus filming one day, but changed outfits several times and filmed more than one day. Oh, and it's interesting because I was a loyal Perez Hilton reader at this time. And I gave it up a long time ago, but it explains why I was so mad at the Hills, even though I was a loyal viewer. He was blowing holes in it a lot. Yeah, see, I was not a Perez Hilton reader. Right. So then, as I was doing just more research on Stephanie Pratt, um, FITM is listed as her alma mater on Wikipedia. Oh, it is? Okay. It is. It doesn't say what year she graduated, but that's that just means she did actually attend. The other thing that was really interesting to me that I uncovered is that so obviously Stephanie went to the same high school as Spencer and Brody, which is Crossroads in Santa Monica. Okay. So did Whitney Port. Really? And that blew my mind. Whitney would have been either the same year or one year behind Brody and Spencer. And the school is K through 12 and only 1,100 students. Oh, they had to know each other really well. There's no way they didn't. Right? Why has this never come up before? I don't know. So in this episode, I was watching Whitney's face when Stephanie showed up because at a school that small, there is no way you don't know someone's younger sister either. Because how old is Stephanie? Stephanie was born in 86 and Whitney was born in 83. But it's K through 12. Maybe she, you know... But still, she probably knew of her, of Spencer's sister, at the very least. The knowing Stephanie in more than a passing way, I could... Right, I, that's I, okay. I, it's believable. But the, the Brody and... Um, they were one year apart. Yeah, no, she'd have to know Brody and Spencer. I mean, Yeah, well. yeah. That blew my mind. Also, this high school sounds really incredible because they have some really cool <laughs> alumni. Kate Hudson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Liv Tyler, Jonah Hill, Jack Black, Zooey Deschanel, and Zosa Mamet are just a few. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. In addition to all these fabulous Hills people. I can't believe that when season one started and the first time Whitney went out with Lauren... There was no, I know that guy. Oh, I went to high school with him. I know. Or, oh, I went to high school with Spencer. Or, this is what's been... Oh. Right? Lies and allegations. (laughs) Right? I can't believe I held it in on my drive here. <laughs> I feel like I need to tweet Whitney yeah. and say, like, what was it like going to high school with Brody and Spencer? Yeah. I wonder if she'd respond. Probably not. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Spencer so, would respond. I bet if I tweeted Spencer and said, like, hey, didn't you go to high school with Whitney Port? What was that like? Yeah, he would respond. Try him. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. So then another little thing that I texted Frank over the, since we last recorded over this week. Oh, fuck. I can't do it now because he's in Celebrity Big Brother. Well. They they don't have their phones. They can't. I know. Social media. I'll have to do it when he's out. Because I think it'd get lost in the fray if I did it now. Of course. Yeah. So Stephanie is actually starting her own nutrition company. As I noticed on Instagram. The Instagram handle is Nutrition by Steph. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep. And um, I believe the company is called To Be Honest, which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't have many followers yet, so maybe we should all do Steph a solid and, you know, give her some followers. 
I think I'd respect it more if it was like the number two and just the letter B, honest. <laughs> to make it even more As an homage to Prince. Yeah. Well, that's it for me, but <clears throat> I thought my digging proved satisfying. No, that's today. good. Yeah, that's really, really good dirt. Yeah. All right. So we dive into the episode and we are at Fidham. And. Lauren and Stephanie are walking around campus and Lauren is asking Stephanie if she has been to S-Bar yet. She's going tonight for her birthday. I guess a lot of people were going out of town the weekend of her birthday and she wanted to do something quick while people were still around. Yeah, she's for some reason she said everyone was going to be out of town for her actual birthday so she was going to do something early. Yeah. Um, And she is 22. Yes. So... Stephanie says, it's a great birthday place. I've been there. You'll like it. Lauren says, you should come if you want. If you're out, you should definitely come. Lauren is dressed like executive Barbie a little bit. Well, the dichotomy between their two outfits was glaring. Yeah. Like, it was interesting. Lauren's wearing a cute black dress and black pumps and a long turquoise cardigan with a new Chanel bag. Yeah. Black one. Stephanie is wearing... She's dressed like Ashley Simpson. Yes. Yes. Stephanie was into that. She's wearing a vest and I think big flared jeans and Converse. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And a belt. And what would you call her hairdo? Um, oh, I liked it. Like, you did not. It was very, like, a messy Brigitte Bardot ponytail. I called it Fiddler on the Roof. Yes, you called it Fiddler on the Roof. Um, I like, it was very also like reminiscent of Chrissy Snow from Three's Company. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think it's cute. But she, she curled her bangs to achieve that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. They were a little too curled for me. I liked it more the second time when they were a little disheveled. I agree. She did it better later at Fidham, but yeah, I like that look on her. Did you notice that she's wearing another vest in the second scene at Fidham, by the way? It's a real time of vests. I know, but it also made me wonder if they just changed Stephanie's vest and they filmed two scenes in one day. It's possible. I know. Now that we know that happened regularly. Yeah. Um, But that's all I have about that. Stephanie says she's not sure if she's going to come. And, you know, Lauren says if you're out, stop by. Um, Well, you forgot Elsie's pensive birthday wishes don't always come true. Yeah. What is that? What's her wish? I don't know. It doesn't even feel like Lauren's really in this episode other than having a birthday. I think she's probably just wishing her hair would grow back. She is wearing it down a few times, though, in this episode. Yeah, she is. I had a real problem this episode with everyone's stupid, overly sick, straight hair. Her, low, like, ugh. It's grossing me out. Well, and then Lauren takes it the complete opposite direction for her birthday party. Which was not a good look either. No. We'll get to that later. (laughs) So then we are at Chez Ambiance, and Spencer stops by to pick up some things Mm -hmm. and he remarks that the apartment is painted and it is and it's a color that I refer to as L.L. Bean Green. Which I think is a great descriptor. It's it's evergreen, dark sage. I would say pea soup. Yeah, it's, yeah. And um, Heidi looks hot but very interesting for a casual day at home. Yeah. (laughs) She's wearing a long sleeve, V-neck, jersey, very tight, like form-fitting, body be banging, black with hot pink palm trees dress. It's inter- it's an interesting, it was interesting choice. Yeah. It was it was very much a my ex is coming over to get his things, <laughs> and this is what I'm gonna be sitting in dress. She looks good, but it's just so strange. But I want to know what things he was getting. 
He was arranging for the jellyfish tank to be picked up. Oh, a thousand percent. But he didn't have to go over to do that. Why did he have to go to the apartment to arrange to have the jellyfish tank? That's a phone call. Yeah. Like he, someone's coming to pick up the jellyfish tank on this day. And I swear to God, or he, he wanted to be Jelly Jim. Yeah. Or Jelly Joe. I The guy had a name. I, I forgot thought it to, said Jim. I think maybe. I wrote down Jelly Jim. Yeah. He said the name. Yeah. And then Heidi asks him to get his video games too. So maybe he was just supervising. I don't know. I mean, I could get it if the movers were with him. Right. Then well, he said Jelly Jim will be here any minute, so. Oh. I, of course, Spencer was the contact for the jellyfish guy. Let's of be course, honest. yeah. <laughs> so then they have this interesting conversation about Spencer asks Heidi if he still has a girlfriend. And they sort of have this flirtatious fight about whether or not they're still together. Oh, I didn't think it was flirtatious at all. When Heidi says, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. And he says, go ahead and try. Of course they were, yeah, they were flirting. Oh, I thought it was more like, I'm going to punch you in the face right now. And uh-uh. he's like, go ahead and try. In that dress, she was not mad at him. Well, she's not <laughs> mad at him because it's all fake. But I know. like, I didn't get a flirty vibe from it. Well, she also kind of steps to him and says, fine, go ahead and date. But I'm not dating anyone and we're not broken up. It's just dumb. Well, no, she says, if you're going to date people, then we should break up. And then it's still sort of unresolved. Nothing comes of it. Nothing. Not a thing. Nope. (laughs) So then we are at the villas. Lauren is getting ready to go to her birthday party, having a little pregame champagne with Lo. And Lo gives her a necklace with a little heart on it. I don't know that we got a close up, but that's what she said it was when Lauren took it out of the box. Yeah, we didn't really get to see it. I worked on that. Lo is a good rapper, though. I'm guessing it was beautiful. I thought it was gift wrapped. Well, I'm sure, but I'm yeah. going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I could do that, but... Lo seems like the type, though, that would do her own wrapping. I feel like that's She's crafty, kind of though. Thing. Yeah. I can do it. I love it. Yeah. We have a challenge going for a book club next Christmas. That is true. Yeah. The gauntlet was thrown down. <laughs> um, Lauren's hair looks like a poodle. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Or because like a 50s sock hop. Because she's styling it the same way she did when it was long. It's awful. And not, like, adjusting for the fact that it's not long anymore. So she actually looks reminiscent of Leah Messer from Teen Mom 2 with the flat iron bangs and then curled hair. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Her dress is pretty. She's wearing a red strapless sweetheart. It's long. It's kind of to the knee or just past the knee. It doesn't quite seem birthday at a bar to me. No. But she looks... The dress is pretty anyway. Um... And they, she and Lo have a conversation about how Lauren hasn't seen Brody in a while. Lo says she hasn't seen Frankie in a while. And Lo says, well, Frankie's not invited. He didn't tell me he had a girlfriend. And Lauren says, hey, Brody didn't tell me he had a girlfriend either. And they cheers to that. I think Lo and Frankie hooked up off and on for a while. Well, they did. Yeah. From Vegas. Like, yeah. we know that. So, but yeah. I think it, that Vegas was a while ago. Yeah. So... That was Brody's birthday, which we know is in August. So, yeah. that's a good while. I, I mean, mean, I think they're each other's, like, fallback. Yeah. Like, yeah. if no one else is around. Right. So then Brody and Frankie both got girlfriends, and that was that. Yeah. Yeah. So, then we go to the Sheeprat lair. Yes, we and do. <laughs> I think this was my favorite scene of the episode, personally. She walks into her... I will say apartment, although Spencer corrects her and says it's a condo. Yeah. It looks very much like a 20-something condo. 
like there's a slip cover on probably an older couch. There's not a lot of furniture. The candles and the candle stands look like they came from Pier 1. You know, it's not it's not a refined condo by yeah. any means. And the jellyfish tank is in the middle of the dining room floor. Yeah, just in the middle of everything. Like not, it, it could not be more in the way if you paid it. No. It's not plugged in. It's not full. It's just standing there right by the bar. Yep. And why would you have a delivery person even place it there? It makes no sense. It's even askew. It's not flat yeah. against the bar. Yeah, it's just in the middle of the room. Yeah. And understandably, Stephanie wants it out of her apartment. And Spencer is just being a little dickhead in the whole scene, but in a fun, in an entertaining way. He asks when the maid comes. Oh, this is my favorite. And Stephanie said, there is no maid. You're looking at her. No, he says, when does the maid come? And she just goes, you're looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, well, I could use some new sheets on my couch over there. <laughs> Such an asshole. And he said, I don't know why you need two bedrooms with one for clothes. Because it's her house. Well, I didn't think that was interesting that he was complaining. He's like, I'm sleeping on the couch and you have a two bedroom. He's like, one of your bedrooms is just full of clothes and I'm sleeping on the couch. Which I thought that was interesting. Right. I mean, just to hear that, that she does have this too, but I mean, although to be fair, my guest room is full of shoes, so. Right. My guest room is, I use that closet and I, I'm often too lazy to hang up clothes and I'll throw them on the guest on the bed. bed. Yeah. My yeah. guest bed is full of clean sheets that I need to put away. Yes. But when someone comes to stay with me for the weekend, I don't say you have to sleep on the couch. What I thought was really interesting though, that didn't come up. Um, once, and I was waiting for Spencer to say it, he never once was like, well, mom and dad bought this for you and I should be able to stay here. I know. But I was waiting for that to come up. Because that seems to be what's happening. I thought, well, she didn't buy it herself. No, definitely not. What is she, 21? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't buy that two-bedroom condo in LA by herself. Her parents bought it for her. Right. And I'm so shocked that Spencer didn't be like, by the way, this is mom and dad's condo and fuck you and I can do whatever I want. Like, I, I cannot believe that didn't come up. I know. And then he tells Stephanie that he has fully started Operation Win Heidi Back. Uh-huh. And Stephanie says, great, what's the plan? And he says, I'm not going to tell you. You're going to run and tell LC in your little computer class. Why would Lauren give a fuck? I don't, it's so stupid. And then he says, I've got to watch 24 if you could please exit. <laughs> Kicking her out of her own living room. And she gets offended and says, we're not speaking anymore. And he says, good. Now, did you see what happened when he then threw himself on the couch? Because he no. plops on the couch, and I thought it was really funny, um, and I don't think this was unintentional, but I just thought it was hilarious. On the couch, like right by his head, there was a tote bag, and the tote bag just said in giant letters, use me. <laughs> Which is what he's doing to Stephanie. Like, yeah. I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> I, I don't know if the editors meant for that to happen, but I thought it was We should have funny. taken a picture of that, too. Oh, my God. So... Now we are at... Oh, and Stephanie says she's going out. We're not speaking anymore. I'm going out. out. Gee, I wonder where she's going. Now we're at S-Bar. And Stephanie and Roxy are walking towards the door. They look cute, actually. They look like they're going out for a birthday night out. Oh, yeah, they look very cute. They're both wearing tall shoes. They both have the skinniest legs I've ever seen in my life. But they they look cute. And who is working the door at S-Bar? Kimberly. Yeah, from Bolt House. Well, and here's the weird thing, and this comes up later, but I think we can talk about it now. So, yeah. But 
I said, because Kimberly, like, they go up and say to Kimberly, like, hi, we're here for Lauren's birthday party. And she looks at the list and she's like, okay, go right in. And I was like, I can't believe Bolthouse is in charge of Lauren's birthday party. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah. Um, and you were like, oh, no, it's probably just their night at the club. And it just so happened that Lauren was having a birthday there. But then we find out later, Spencer claims that they own it. Yeah. That Bolthouse owns it. It does Which I guess, is, since Bolthouse is SBE, like the S-bar. I had the same thought. But now, isn't that conflict of interest on their part? Because how do you own a club venue and then promote nights at other clubs? Like, you're going after your own business. It's I don't conflict know. Conflict of interest, for sure. I, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I did too. Um, and this scene is actually pretty boring. It's just a girls' night. And it seems more like a sitted dinner because Lauren's blowing out candles. They're all wearing nice dresses. Lauren's wearing a goofy hat. Um, I think she's drinking a margarita, which is interesting after a piece of cake. But Oh, I couldn't tell. Um, Lauren, I said she's got her tiny titties up because she really does. Yes, I, she does. They were not that hiked up at the apartment in that dress. She went into the bathroom and did some squeezing and pulling or something. Because <laughs> they at the apartment, they look totally normal. Yeah. I... Somebody, maybe someone like said, you need to put my chicken cutlets in there or something. (laughs) All of a sudden she's booming out the top. And Lo is whispering to Audrina that she's weary of Stephanie and doesn't get, you know, why Lauren is trying to be friends with Stephanie, etc. Well, there was this whole stupid thing with back and forth. So it was Stephanie and Lauren having kind of a love fest. And then Lo and Audrina having kind of a we don't trust her fest. All going on at the same time, and they would cut from one to the other, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yep. Definitely trying to manufacture drama where there wasn't one. Yeah. Um, But my favorite is that Stephanie was drinking Red Bull, which I think should, they should just, the slogan for Red Bull should be official drink of recovering addicts everywhere. Yeah. Like, anyone who's sober just pounds Red Bull when they go out to bars. Yep. And Lauren tells Stephanie, you're a good person. Was more like oh, you're a good person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was full on. <laughs> Thank you for that. She was Lauren. She was full on slurry Lauren. Slurring. Yeah, she was. And actually, when she gets up to hug Stephanie, she almost falls forward, and Stephanie puts her arms out. Yeah. I forgot about that too. <laughs> um. So then we go to Bolt House, presumably the next day, and Kimberly tells Heidi. That Stephanie and Roxy were guests at Lauren's party. And by the way, this is my issue I had with this. I don't understand why we got a flurry of text messages when Stephanie showed up in Lauren's computer class, but Kimberly, who's supposedly Heidi's only friend, didn't immediately text her and be like, oh my god, I'm working Lauren's birthday party and your fucking sister-in-law is here. I don't know. And so she and Spencer couldn't have run down there to cause drama. I feel like it was a real missed opportunity. I know. And then Kimberly said something about how she was circulating the room and checking on drinks. She re- she referred to drinks specifically and said that she saw Stephanie and Roxy sitting at their table. She wasn't filling drinks. Um, I, I think that she wasn't filling drinks, but I think what she meant, just because I... She was observing. People have promoted parties have probably walked around and been like, hey, send someone over to that table. They need more drinks. I mean, I think she was just like, you know, playing air traffic controller. She was choreographing a little. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Heidi in this scene with Kimberly is wearing an incredible gold lame bomber jacket. Yeah. With all black underneath. Yeah. I love it. I liked it too. That's actually one of the tackiest yet my favorite things that she's worn in quite a while. Yeah, I was down for it. And I do appreciate that 
Heidi's taking her style in a completely different direction from the other girls on the show. Lauren's kind of preppy and classic and of simple taste. And Heidi's really going for this, like, Hollywood Barbie thing. Yeah. It's working. It is working. I, I'm getting more and more on board by the episode. See what's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then Kimberly says, okay, well, I'm going to go. I'm working on Coachella. And Heidi says, okay, I'll schedule it in. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what that meant. <laughs> You you need to you need to pencil in Coachella. Is that what you're saying? What is what did that mean? I I don't know. Or did that mean we need to meet later about Coachella? It I was very unclear. It was so so strange. So then Heidi calls Spencer to tell him this epic news that Stephanie betrayed them, and they talk about how crazy it is to them and how she's a little Brody and Brody Junior. Brody Junior. And Heidi says, it's not a joke. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then we are at Toast LA with Brody and Lauren. Which I think is an ironic name for a restaurant in town where people don't eat carbs. I know. Maybe that is the irony of it. Maybe. (laughs) They're called toast, but they don't serve any bread. Um, Lauren actually looks cute, casual. She's rocking a similar style dress to what Heidi was wearing earlier. Long sleeve, v-neck, form-fitting sweater dress with some flip-flops. I did not care for her shoes. No, lost me at the shoes. It looked like she just got a pedicure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the dress is cute. She's got her hair down again. <coughs> again, flat and iron to... fucking pin poker straight, so ugly. Yeah. So she and Brody immediately run up to each other and hug. Which is weird, because it also seems like they haven't seen or talked to each other since the big blow-up at Ledoux. Yeah. Now, we're all cool now? News to us. I mean, unless it's one of those things where when alcohol is involved, all is forgiven, maybe? I guess. Like, oh, we were drunk, whatever, like, I'm not gonna take it seriously, I don't, who knows. And then Brody says, well, I haven't seen you since you got all weird on me, and we're all like, where's your girlfriend? And Lauren says, I just wanted to know where she was. Bullshit. Yeah, total bullshit. You were super mad. And Lauren says, what's her name again? And Brody says, Cora. And Lauren says, oh, that's pretty. I like that. What? I, so stupid. So he says, how's your love life? And she said, I don't have a love life right now, but I'm getting A's in all my classes. That class that she shows up to once in a while, they gave her an A. Uh (laughs) So... She tells Brody that Stephanie Pratt went to her birthday party and he says, he's blown away and says, Stephanie Pratt went to your birthday party. Spencer's sister, Stephanie Pratt. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, do you think she's being genuine and sincere? And Lauren says, yeah, she's a, she's a nice person. I don't think she's, I don't think she's like that at all. And he says, I know Stephanie, be cautious. Which I think is interesting because... I don't know. He doesn't really get... I mean, unless he's referring to when she was using drugs. Like, he doesn't really give us any examples as to what devious, nefarious things she's done in the past. Right, but it was his childhood best friend's little sister. And you know when someone's a schemer or a liar or a wild child. And actually, another thing I uncovered about Stephanie Pratt, when she was an addict, one of the things that got her clean is she was working on... as a production assistant on Lost... In uh-huh. Hawaii, and she stole fourteen hundred dollars worth of stuff from set. Wow! Or was it eighteen hundred? I don't know. It was good, but apparently that's one of the things that caused her to sober up. 
I wonder what kind of stuff she stole. I don't know. I can go back and check. Interesting. Yeah. I was more intrigued by the fact that Whitney went to high school with Brody. Hawaii Taylor. is full of meth heads, so that makes sense, too. And what's with people stealing things while they're in Hawaii, Jax Taylor? I don't know. I didn't steal anything when I was in Hawaii. I've never been, but I'm guessing I won't. never say never right so then brody asks lauren how do you know they're not encouraging stephanie to hang out with you and to pull a scheme on you at all which is a valid point of course it is and lauren's just not at all concerned about it she just thinks stephanie's the bee's knees Lauren went on and on last season about how badly she was burned and how many trust issues she has you sit next to this girl in school and you're... And she's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, you're all cool with that? I don't... I don't And Spencer it. lives with her. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Speaking of, then we're back at the sheep rat lair. And Stephanie walks in the door and Spencer just says, You do realize that Bolthouse owns Espar, right? And Stephanie's retort is, What are we, five? Which is kind of funny. <laughs> And he says, that's insane to me. I can't believe you went to her birthday party. You have no loyalty. You are Brody Jr., et cetera, et cetera. Stephanie looks like a deer in headlights. Yeah. The camera actually doesn't move off Stephanie, and she just sits there and doesn't say anything. And then gets offended at the end and says, don't compare me to Brody. Why? You're doing the same fucking thing that Brody did. Yeah, I don't get it. So then she says that she wants to make Lauren and Heidi friends again. Huh? Yeah, that was completely out Since of when? the blue. Since when? You're the key that's been missing this whole time? You're going to mend fences of this person you met a week ago? And I guess Brody's right. She does have a nefarious plan. I mean, it's yeah. good-hearted in that she apparently wants Heidi and Lauren to be friends again, but she is going into this with, you know... Right. And then she tells Spencer, you need to stop having enemies. Which I actually find a valid piece of advice, but I don't think she's the one to give it in this very moment. Yeah. But he does. How different life would have been if Spencer and Heidi had had more friends along the way. But nothing nothing comes of this. Oh. Is this when she cries? Yes. Oh, she cries. Sorry. Well, and I couldn't figure out why she was crying. Me either. Like, she started to tear up <laughs> in for no reason. And then I kind of am going to agree with him on this because she's like, you're making me cry. And he's like, no, you're making yourself cry. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry you're making yourself cry. And I, I'm on his side. Like, yeah. She was, she was crying. There. Like, when, in fact, when her t- eyes started to well up, I was like, what the, f- what? Like, he wasn't even being mean to her. Like, it was weird. Yeah. And he had, he had the right to ask her why she went to the birthday party. Yeah. It is very odd. Yeah. I, I Yeah, that was weird. So then we're back at Fitum and we are in computer class and Stephanie asks Lauren how the rest of her... Oh, no, 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 no. Before that happened, you're missing something very big. What? And I am so fucking confused. Okay. Did you hear what the teacher said? No. Okay, I'm going to hand back your sketches. What the fuck are you sketching in computer class? Oh, I don't know. They could be digital sketches of clothes. For computer class? Think about, like, Photoshop or whatever. Or... Sketches to me implies that you, like draw with a pencil I'm just saying I just thought it made no sense and I thought this computer class was like how to use the fucking computer like plugging know. it in like <laughs> I don't know I mean I can't defend anything about I don't even Lauren. think they're in computer class anymore I think it's a whole different class yeah I mean 
after what I read, I, I can't defend them being in class at all. I don't know what the hell they're doing. So then Stephanie asked Lauren how the rest of her birthday was and said that she and Roxy had a good time. And Lauren just beams and says, Roxy's really nice. What? That other girl who screamed at you at the opera is really nice now? What is happening? What is this alternate universe? So then Stephanie says, Spencer found out that I went to your party and was such a jerk about it. But what's funny in this scene, too, is that they're whispering for most of it because they're in class. And then at the end, Lauren speaks at full volume. So Stephanie says, he was such a jerk about it. (laughs) Well, but that's when Lauren, and this was my favorite part, like in... It was comical, like something from like a sitcom. It was very Dr. Evil. She says, like, Spencer got so mad at me, and Lauren then slides her chair <laughs> right over up next to her, like right so on top good. of her. It was amazing. Yeah. We should we should try and gift that. But I have so many notes about this just because, because I was thinking about her watching it, because she does yeah. start she does start talking at full volume. At one point the teacher walks right behind them. Yeah, and they continue the shot. talking and just kind of look at her. What is going on in this class? So you've got cameras, <laughs> two girls talking about nothing that's, uh, that has anything to do with the class, and the rest of the class, the other 14 people and the teacher just attempting to go about their business like nothing's happening? Like, it's so weird. Like, I, it has to be extras. I'm sorry, but if I was paying for a class and this was going on during the class, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not paying for Or they class. took volunteers who are willing to stay an extra ten minutes while they filmed it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that must have been what it was, because there's no way that was happening in a class. Right, and that makes sense as to why the teacher was spouting nonsense, because she wasn't actually teaching anything. Yeah. That makes sense. Because they're just sketching pictures of computers. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my sketch of a Mac. <laughs> So then Stephanie tells Lauren that Spencer made her cry. And Lauren says, I'm really sorry. Why are you sorry? You invited someone to your party. Yes, it was a bad idea, but she's the one who chose to show up. You don't have anything to, to apologize for. So then Steph, or Lauren tells Stephanie, you didn't do anything wrong. Really? You kind of did. Would you go to Heidi's sister's birthday party? Probably. Actually, later she probably does. Yeah. I, I'm not down with this. I don't like it, and I have to get used to it because we're just buckling in now. Yep. It's, um, yeah, well, <laughs> that's that. I have no more to say about that. So then we're at Chez Ambiel, and we have the same conversation for the third time. Stephanie walks in. Heidi's making herself a salad for dinner, as she says quite loudly. And Stephanie says, you know, don't you? And about the birthday. And Heidi says, yeah, I heard it from my coworker. And then Stephanie continues her argument that she's trying to get Heidi and Lauren to be friends again. And says, you want to be friends with her again, right? And Heidi kind of ignores it, or they cut out her actual response. And Heidi says the same things that Spencer said, how it's so crazy, you know, I don't understand why she can be friends with you, but won't be friends with me because of your brother, etc. which is fair. And Stephanie says, well, in our defense, we have fashion in common. Which was hilarious. And Heidi says, every girl has fashion in common. Two points, Heidi. Well, and it was also, though, a little bit of a slam on Heidi because she was basically saying, like, we're in school together and you dropped out. Yeah. I mean, that was, I don't think she meant it like that, but that was kind of the undercurrent of it. Right. 
Um, so then Stephanie, I'm getting all these names confused all of a sudden. So Stephanie says to Heidi, what did you and Spencer do to her? Now the defense of Lauren has really jumped far ahead. And Heidi says, I don't even want to talk to you if that's what you're going to ask me. Just cutthroat. And again, fair. Well, and I also thought it was interesting that Stephanie tells Heidi that this is part of her master plan to reunite them as friends. And says, like, don't you, you, you want to be friends with her, don't you? Well, no. I don't think Heidi's wanted to be friends with Lauren for a while. Yeah. Like, I think she's fine with it. Stephanie says, you apologize to her. And Heidi says, no, I went to talk to her about things we were both doing. Yeah. They don't want to be friends again. Nope. And you are not the one to unite them anyway. Nope. So, Heidi then says, all I'm going to say is, be careful. One minute you're her best friend, and the next you're not. Heidi's the only person that I know that can say that accurately, too. Yeah. Happened to her. Yep. Best friends, new boyfriend, nope. She's got a point. So then Heidi gets out a dig at another dig, actually, at Stephanie and says, you know, it looks like this is just the beginning of your friendship. Bum, bum, bum. And that's where we end. That's where we end. What a waste of an episode, though. Yeah, it was pretty silly. (laughs) Um, Next week, we have LA Fashion Week. So we get lots more Kelly Catrone, which is always a plus. Agreed. Um, And then we get some Audrina and Heidi hanging out drama. Right. (laughs) Which is kind of silly because now, and we'll talk about this more then, but just thinking about it, like, it's ridiculous that, like, it's okay for Stephanie to hang out with LC and LC's eyes and Spencer shouldn't care and Heidi shouldn't care. But God forbid Heidi hang out with Audrina. Right. Because LC is a little baby. Right. Well, to be continued To be continued. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at B at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>